amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This is former Indiana basketball player Brian Evans, and you're listening to Indiana Sports Beat with Jim Coyle. Today's guest is brought to you by Reynolds Family Dentistry of Sullersburg. You need a million-dollar smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you'll get with Reynolds Family Dentistry. So if you agree, have a drink with me, raise your glasses for toast to a little bit of chicken fries. Welcome back to Indiana Sports Beat with Coyle Erie. Coming to you, of course, from the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios, powered by Rivals. And now we are joined by Rivals National Basketball Analyst, Eric Bossy. Eric, how are you? I'm doing well yourself. We can't complain. Todd Leary with me as well here, uh, back here in Bloomington. Uh, just trying to get through this uh, crazy time, but a lot of action going on right now. NCAA uh, alone uh, meeting and, and, and approving uh, transfer resolution yesterday. They also approved voluntary uh, return of athletic activities. So there's movement in sport, which is going to make a lot of us happy. Yeah, no question. I mean, we'll, we'll take whatever we can get right now, right? Exactly. Uh, I saw also yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, the new point guard rankings came out for 2020. The final rankings came out, and uh, of course, Christian Lander uh, recently reclassifying, moving up for to that 2020 class for the Hoosiers. And of course, his ranking was changed, but uh, he he's a good one for the Hoosiers, huh? Yeah, definitely. You know, he's he's fast, he's aggressive, um, he's a scorer. Which personally, I like. I love scoring point guards myself. Um, I feel like. The guy who has the ball in his hands the most needs to be a scoring threat, which is kind of a you know change what maybe people wanted out of a point guard in the past. You know, a guy to just run the offense, you know, play good defense, um, and getting him to come in a year early is should hopefully be a good thing. You know, I always worry about someone, especially somebody who needs to add strength, like Lander does, uh, skipping a year of high school and skipping a year of development. But absolutely, he's a good one. Yeah, Todd, we've talked about so much what he brings instantly to this team uh, with, with his talents. Yeah, I mean, the, just just the uh, you you make a great point in the ability to score. I mean, it's it's not that they haven't had that ability, but it's not been a threat. It's been a, a uh, you know not a consistent thing that that the basketball team can rely on. And you know, having a guy like him, um, I, I think the days of of seeing the traditional, you know point guard and off guard or shooting guard and then a small forward and big forward and a center. Those, those days at Indiana are over for a while. I mean, we're going to see a lot of guards on the floor for a long time, especially if they continue to recruit the way they are. And I don't, I don't think there's any problem with them. I mean, these guys are all athletic. Um, you know, their height may not be great, but, but they, I think they play bigger than what they are. Strength, what strength will be an issue. But but it's less of an issue than I think it used to be. And and even though the Big Ten is a tough, you know, known as a, a kind of a power conference, um, you know, I, I don't think these guys these guys are used to playing against big bodies and the speed and quickness is is a much bigger factor, I think, than the size. 
Eric, uh, landing a, another recruit like Christian Lander, a, a five-star, a, a high profile. You got Trace Jackson before him and then Romeo before that. It continues to to bolster his his recruiting. Instead, of course, they've got a, a, a top 11 recruiting class built on mostly in-state talent. Of course, out-of-state talent not yet coming, but uh, that's probably a matter of time with the, the way he's dominated Indiana. Yeah, no. If you, you look, you get the two five-stars with uh, – Langford and Lander, and then since he's been there, you know, in-state guys have been ranked in the Rivals 150. you got Rob Fennessy, Debezi Anderson, you mentioned Trace Jackson Davis, Armand Franklin, and then you add in Anthony Lane and Trey Galloway this year. You know, the idea is to lock up the guys in your backyard first, you know, because that's what Tom Crean had done that a little bit early, but had really fallen off on the in-state recruiting by the time he was let go. And, you know, Every, every fan base wants the local kids, right? And I, I think we're going to start seeing a couple of those guys have been in the program for a few years get better. Obviously, Trace Jackson Davis had a great freshman year. I think better than anyone could have even anticipated for most ambitious of projections for him. So it's what you want to like say. The Dallas State guys will come. You got, you got Logan Duckham, uh, center, power forward, whatever you want to call him, from Cincinnati coming here next year and, and, they're, and they're focusing on some other guys but typically you want to have regional guys and state guys and and that's what they're doing so you got to be happy with it i think they're poised to be on the verge of a breakthrough i know there's going to be a lot of pressure this year to be kind of a that breakthrough year for them and i think the roster is in the best shape that it's been to do so you know Romeo langford was kind of a gift and a curse you beat a bunch of big-time schools for a player, but you put so much into that one guy who's just there for one year, right? And if he doesn't hit big-time, it can possibly set you back for a year or two. And now they're back in that position that they want to be. And, you know, I, I would think this is going to be the biggest year for them. Absolutely, Todd. You've talked about uh, you know, the talent there that, that now they have to win. Yeah, I mean, they're they're – in a position and that's not like that's not to stir up anything and say anyone's on hot seats or anything like that. I mean the the pieces are there. I think I think the pieces that are there because of the coaching staff and I think that those pieces have to translate onto the floor and now all of a sudden um you know have sustained success. And and when you know Indiana has had or for most of the years under coach Knight. I mean, they had the, um, you know, MO of they won all the games they were supposed to win or, or the vast majority of them. And then, you know, home or away, it didn't really matter. Like they would win, you know, a good portion of the roads of the games on the road or that they weren't necessarily supposed to win. And, um, you know, the, that's not what this team has done. This team has been inconsistent in, you know, not even, not even just road games, but, uh, you know, defending home court. And that's something I think that they'll get back to. And having the in-state kids, I truly believe will have an impact on that. And, and I just, I mean, when you go, when you go try to, I, I'm not going to pin myself in the corner right now and even attempt to try to pick out what I think this would be. But when you sit down and look at the players that will be there next year, it's very difficult, I think right now to identify a starting lineup. Um, they, they, and that's because they've got a lot of talent, not because there's a bunch of holes in the roster. Um, they've got a lot of talent. They've got a lot of scoring punch all of a sudden, which, you know, we did, we did a show after every game last year. And, you know, my frustration, every game was, 
you know, so I, I, I was never confident in saying this team was going to score more than 55 points. And, and I definitely don't feel that way with this team. So I, I just, I, I'm, I, yes, there's a lot of pressure. Yes. But that's what, that's what, you know, I think Archie Miller wants that pressure. I think that coaching staff wants that pressure. It is as a competitor. I, I certainly would hope so. And I, and I think they do. Uh, Eric, also next year, tons of talent in this 2021 class in state, of course. And, and, but there's a lot of outside, out of state guys that Archie's talking to and then visiting Indiana and whatnot. But yet again, the high, the biggest profile uh, target for next year is, is down in, in Southern Indiana. And, uh, uh, and of course, another in state talent would just continue to add to that. But that would uh, continue to give him a roster of, of, of basically of complete talent. Yeah, you know, obviously Trey Kaufman is a major target, has been a major target for a while, and I think right now the competition is probably Purdue, another team that has been doing pretty well with its state talent, right? Um, so I think trying to get the edge from Matt Painter and kind of edge ahead of him and those guys is very important. Also, Blake Wesley is another major in-state target, you know, if you can get it both of those guys, you'd be doing well. But, you know, they're trying to expand. Like you mentioned, trying to get the national guys. You know, they're really five-star meeting Muhammad, who's uh, currently in the in the southwest Missouri area. You know, not exactly a traditional stronghold for the Hoosiers, right? 6'5", tough wing, uh, major target for them. Jordan Longino, a tough shooting guard from Philadelphia, is another one. Um, you know, Max Christie from the Chicago area. You've got... Frank Kepning, a big guy from New York. You know, they're really trying to expand that reach. Hey, I think we lost him. I was waiting for him to come back there, but I think, I think we, we may have lost him. Uh, you can, but I mean, he's, there. he's still there. He's still there. We got him. But, I mean, that's a good That's a good point he's, that he – Yeah, he's still there. Is he? Go ahead, I mean, Oh no, I was finished. I was just running some of the guys, but that they were they were on. But obviously, you know, Kaufman is is that big in state guy is, is is the centerpiece of what they're trying to do. But I was explaining how you know they've got a couple five stars like Max Christie and Aminu Muhammad, and some near four stars like a big man or near five stars Frank Kepning, a big man from from out of state that you know they're trying to keep the in state talent. As we talked about earlier, you know, expand that reach a little bit. And they've got some guys that they're doing pretty well with. Yeah, I mean, I the I, I struggle when uh, it comes to having too many guys on your roster that are not from the area. When you have a program that is, um, you know, that, that has a history um, of success, and and you know, this Indiana is is a unique school, and, and I think there's you know a handful of schools across the country that are fall into that category of. I honestly think that they they do a lot better when they have in-state talent. And and it's not that I don't know that they need to mix a guy in here and there, um, but I it, it, height is always going to be an issue with that. The state can be super, uh, you know, thick when it comes to having a lot of talent, but a lot of times it's a bunch of guards. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I understand all that, but I, I don't – like I don't fall into – I don't care where the, where the class is ranked – nationally um because quite frankly the rankings are you know when christian lander can go from being the number 12 ranked overall player in the 2021 class and he reclassifies to 2020 and he's the 25th overall ranked player 
in 2020, eh, that's I, I question how you can just all of a sudden insert somebody into there. First of all, the class of 2020 is better than the class of 2021, and it's a better class of point guards, okay? And second, what you're doing, and this is very important that people need to understand, you're stripping a year of development away from a kid and sending them to college as a 17-year-old versus an 18-year-old competing against guys who are already older than him. That's a, that's a big thing. And that has to be accounted for when you're looking at things that you need to lower the expectation bar a little bit. It doesn't mean he's not as good, but he's been thrown into a class of guys who are stronger as a class and definitely much stronger at his position. The class of 2021 at the point guard position is tracking as maybe the least talented group of point guards I've scouted in 20 years. So it's a very thin class at the point guard. So you've got to take that into account. But to your larger point, um, what I was going to get into is that, you know, Archie Miller built a a model um, of success at Dayton based on a certain style of roster and a certain style of play. He's now the closest he's come to duplicating that in Indiana except he's doing it with higher level players. And at the end of the day, that's what you're looking for. You know, you, you've got what has worked for you. You've got a system in place and you're trying to, to you know, you got to be flexible with the players in it too. You know, you got to play to your talent level, the system that matches your talent. But at the end of the day, you've got to have something that kind of guides you. You got to have a blueprint. He's got the players that most fit that blueprint now. And he's got him at a higher level than he had at Dayton. And so, we should be seeing success now in this coming year. And once that gets going, you should see that he's got a roster with, you know, he's got seniors, he's got juniors, he's got sophomores, he's got freshmen. We shouldn't be able to have some consistency going now. And I think that, if you're a Hoosier fan, is what should be the most important thing right now. Uh, yeah, and and I, honestly, I think you kind of missed my point in what I was saying. And I, a lot of times I don't do a good job of, of expressing that. But I, don't, I think 25 is ranked too high. I don't think that they can go from him being ranked 12th in the 2021 class to being 20, you know, 25th in the 2020 class. I would have said it had been more like 75th. So I'm in agreement with you. There's a lot of factors that go into reclassifying someone like that. I just don't when you've when you have um, put him against other players in that age group throughout. I, and I'm not trying to pick on the system. I'm saying I don't. I don't care whether the class is ranked eleventh tw- or twentieth. It doesn't matter to me because your second point pro- is is the proof to me of what that class means. I mean, this class to Indiana is ideal. Like, I don't if they had three five stars in there that were all going to be one and duns, they would be ranked, you know, in the top three, and I would be extremely disappointed as, as a fan. fan. So you're, you're going to have a good year, and then you're going to lose guys, and you're not going to have any consistency in the program. I, I, I get it. Yeah, it's 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 and it's a tough deal trying to, to project these guys when they when they switch classes because you know you've been evaluating them as one point and and you know we haven't seen Lander play against all those guys in 2020, right? You know he's been playing against the 2021 guys. So yeah, yeah, we, 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 we got to see him for one, one summer basically because he played up with that group last year with Anthony Leal and Galloway. But we haven't seen, you know, a lot of these guys have been playing against each other since the eighth grade. I mean, I, I go to all the AAU tournaments as well. I know when you can watch those guys progress over seasons, it, it, right. you, you can really evaluate them. You're watching those guys, and you're like, oh, wow, you know, he's 
he's he's doing pretty good, and he's only in the class of 2021. Imagine how he's going to be in another year, right? Right. right. Yep. yep. Exactly. You know, if you if you'd been watching him as okay, this guy's 2020, you'd be like, oh, okay, he's pretty good. But you know, there's there's a difference in how you see things. You know, that's 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 a great point you have. So. You know, it's 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 a crapshoot. You know, I think anyone who does rankings has to be willing to admit, you know, there, there are going to be mistakes. And it's imperfect science, but you know, I do think at the end of the day, Lander is a talent. But you know, your your point here that I think you have to love about Lander is he doesn't project as a one and done guy. And and I think by his birthday, I don't even think he's eligible for the NBA draft. Next for two year. years, double check that because I don't think I don't think he turns nineteen until the year. I think he turns eighteen in two thousand and twenty or two thousand twenty one. Pardon me. So he's not eligible for the two thousand twenty one draft because you have to be a year removed from high school and nineteen year old by the current rules. So you've got him for at least two years, which that's that's the number one thing, and that's what was so important about getting him in. Okay, maybe. He won't be quite what he would be in a first year in the 2021-2022 season, but it beats that being his only season, right? And, you know, we've got some consistency going, and you can also get an extra year to figure out, okay, do we need to account for this guy earlier? Do we need to make sure that there's a replacement in, in the 2021 or 2022 class? Or are we going to have this guy for a couple more years? And it gives you multiple ball handlers. You know, poor Rob Finnessy has really had a lot of pressure on him the last couple of years, right? As a point guard, you know, easing his burden is going to be a huge deal, I think. Yeah, Todd, we talk about that a lot. Not only that, just competition and and and, and the minutes, uh, having someone. Archie's been trying to get that backup point guard for a couple of years, and now he's got a good one. Yeah, it, it, he's got, you know, he's got just a bunch of different pieces. It's not, like I said, like Jim, if we, when we sit down and talk about it all the time and try to analyze a starting lineup, I mean, you can have a we could have a, a three hour debate on our show right now about, you know, whether Christian Lander will come in and start over mm-hmm. the top of Rob Fennessy or next to Rob Fennessy. I mean, it is going to be plenty of opportunity to 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 see these guys on the floor at the same time. Absolutely. Eric Bossy, I cannot thank you enough. Uh, Rivals National Basketball Analyst. Uh, he's the guy if you want to turn to for uh, keep track of what's going on in the analytical world for basketball. I cannot thank you enough for joining us, man. Look forward to doing it again in the future. Appreciate you guys having me on. I enjoyed it. This is Jim Coyle from Indiana Speed with Coyle and Leary. Indiana Speed is now a part of the Rivals Network. You can go to thehoosier.com to sign up. It's free. Catch the show there each day live or at your convenience. You can also like or follow us on Facebook, follow the show's rebroadcast, anywhere you podcast. If we're not on a radio station where you live, we should be. Let your local station know they need to carry Indiana Sports Beat with Coy O'Leary or simply go to thehoosier.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, 
cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.